Welcome to Him for Her Radio. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him Prison Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Shug Burry. If you say what you want to say. Hope you're doing well. I am so thankful that you even took a moment to dial in to Him for Her Radio. That's right. You heard it. Him for Her. H-I-M number four, Her Radio. And you know what it is? It is women's hot topics. Not cold, even though the weather might be, but hot topics. I am here today because we have a fabulous topic um, that was requested, actually, by Nick and he is um, one of the staff members here at KKMS AM 980. And his wife is a, a, is, works at home as well as working um, with kids. And, you know, the cool thing is, is that that was his idea. Let's talk about this next hot topic. And it is balancing the tightrope balance of work and family. And I have two awesome guests here with me today who have decided to bear the weather that we're having and join us. The first guest I have is Katie Windorf. Thank you, Katie, for being here with us. Thank you. And Liz Kennedy. Liz, thank you so much for joining us. Now, they had to find daycare for their kids today because, um, you know, the weather is not participating and school is closed. It's actually like probably 30 below. So thankful that they were able to brave it and come in on the coldest day of the century. But it's hot and warm in this studio right now. Not only that, we have Sarah with us, who is producing at Sarah. Say hello. Hey, Shug. How are you doing? I am so glad that you're here. You know, we're missing Trevor and John, but, you know, I love all the estrogen in the studio. Oh, well, I try. It works for me. (laughs) I'm so glad that you're here. And Nick, who's the general manager here, again, thank you for this suggestion on this topic. I can't wait to get into it. So let me tell you a little bit about our guests. Katie Windorf is a wife, a mother, a friend, a believer in Jesus Christ, an employer, and a writer. She actually blogs from time to time. I encourage you to look it up. Uh, She grew up in the Midwest, um, loving all of the four seasons and living it to the fullest. She ice skates, floats in the pool, or like, oh my gosh, just to think about summertime is something else. (laughs) Um, And she still resides here in Minnesota with her husband. Two kids, seven and three, and a dog. Katie, what kind of dog do you have? I have a Cavachon, a Rudy. I don't even, Cavachon, I don't even know what that is. Cavalier and a Vachon. Oh my gosh. Oh, I hope he's got a lot of hair. Fur. Yeah, yeah, right now he just got his hair cut and so he's not happy about life. He's freezing, he's freezing, (laughs) absolutely. Um, And, you know, I just want to share a little bit about her. Uh, Katie has worked in the healthcare space of corporate America for close to two decades. She looks too young for that. Mostly leading business strategy and planning at a local fortune 10 healthcare company. She balances corporate life with young children. Inspired, she's got a passion for helping other working moms. As Katie lived firsthand the dilemma around work and life and balance, she has mommy guilt like a lot of us. 
um, and identity loss. We're going to be talking about that just a little bit. She is co-director of MOPS in the Southwest Metro. And I want to tell you, MOPS, M-O-P-S, stands for Mothers of Preschoolers. And she does that at Westwood Church and leads and participates in several working parent and women leadership initiatives. I love women in leadership. Amen? Amen. Oh, thank you, Katie, for being here. I really appreciate it. Um, My second guest, who I have here, I just get excited about these ladies because they bring so much variety here to the table. My second guest is Liz Kennedy. She is a mom a wife, a Jesus follower, coffee lover. Now, hang on just a minute. Did you know she put coffee lover right after Jesus? <laughs> like you can kind of see why her priority is. <laughs> a wellness seeker, an educator, and a traveler at heart. Minnesota has been called home for her for the last 14 years, where she's still learning how to embrace the great outdoors during its longest season ever, which is winter. She and her husband, Matt, just celebrated their 10-year anniversary. Happy anniversary, Yay. Liz. Thank you. She's got three kids, eight, seven, and four. And you know what? Both the hubbies are home, like I had said, watching the kids today. A shout-out to them. Thank yes. you so much. Yes, thank Liz you. Liz started her career working with one of the big four accounting firms, and even though she reduced her schedule after um, motherhood, uh, because God had a plan for her. Uh, what do you do right now, Liz? Would you just explain to us... Um, what your work is. Yes. Um, well, now after the birth of our third son, I was um, felt called from God again to just use my skills and my purpose and go out and serve mm-hmm. in a way that helps um, people seek wellness and um, just make better changes for their life. So I um, started my own business with Young Living and just come alongside people and just help them with whatever goals they have for wellness and natural living and just... And what does Young it's young Living, is yes. that what it's called? What do they do? Uh, they are a health and wellness company. So they have just natural ways of caring for our bodies, um, being proactive in our health, mm-hmm. supplements, products, just everything. If they wanted to find out more about that, where would they go? Is there a website? Um, you know what? I share a lot of my life and um, my wellness and just things I am loving on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you can follow me on Liz Plus Little. Sorry, Liz Plus Littles. And um, I just do a lot of my educating there. Yeah. So Liz and then the... the Actually, P-L-U-S. P-L-U-S. So you're spelling it out. Yep. And then Littles, L-I-T-T-L-E-S. Okay. And that's on Instagram. Yes. I love it. I'm, I'm becoming even more savvy. I am now on Instagram. Yes. Good job, Shook. I saw that. I yeah, know. I, did too. I mean, you know, I had to have somebody help me because mom doesn't have any idea what that is. But yes. um, and if you're just listening, my name is Shugbury. New to Instagram. Uh, find us on himprisonministries.org as well as Instagram, himprisonministries. Why prison? Because I love women and we are mentoring and bringing the gospel of Jesus Christ to the darkest prisons of the world. And I'm encouraging you, if you would, if you're listening to this, if you have a heart, if you're a mom, most of all, which this topic today is all about moms and working, um, I'm encouraging you to deep dig in your, dig deep in your pockets and donate to Him Prison Ministries because there's women inside a prison who've lost their kids. They've woken up out of their drug fog for the first mm-hmm. time and they're saying, oh my gosh, what have I done? So it, help us to go in and encourage these ladies um, to start a new life in Jesus Christ. Amen. So today, again, the tightrope balance of work and family. So I'm going to ask you, Liz, I would like to ask you this question first. Did you work before motherhood? And if so, what did you do? 
Yes, I did. Um, I worked in the corporate world for about six years before I had my kiddos and then um, worked three years in corporate trying to balance it all. Yeah, yeah. And then you had children. Then I had children, um, reduced my schedule for about three years, and that's when I felt that big struggle of trying to figure out why am I so unhappy with my life when Mm -hmm. I have such a beautiful, gorgeous family career, everything, but so, so unhappy. And you just get torn, don't you? Yes. You look at those little dudes. Katie, you work outside of the house, correct? Mm-hmm. So I love the fact that we both have representations of working. Now, ladies, yes. all moms are workers. Doesn't matter if you're anybody sending you a paycheck or not. I just want to make that clear. I, I don't want any hate mail. I'm all about <laughs> at-home moms um, as well. But we've got the nice variety of Liz's at home and working full-time. And Katie has beautiful children, and she's working out of the home. So we're going to really dissect that in two parts. The first part we're going to talk about is the tightrope balance of work. The second part, stay tuned, is coming up, and we're going to be talking about the tightrope balance of family. Okay, so Liz, you said that you did work in the corporate world. And then um, let me ask you this question, Katie. Mm -hmm. I remember when I took a maternity leave, and I used to work for Control Data Corporation. I'm dating myself, and I was one of their top I would like to think, their top salesperson. And once I got pregnant, which was total surprise, don't know how that happens. Blair, we're married, <laughs> but it did. And uh, when I was pregnant, I had to go in and tell my boss, and I was only going to take six weeks off and then come right back. Uh, maternity leave is tough. Did you take mm-hmm. maternity leave? And if you did, what was your experience? Yeah, I did take maternity leave. And actually, I identify with your story because the first time I got pregnant, I was very scared to share that I was pregnant and that I would be taking a leave. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a very demanding environment. I traveled a lot, and Mm -hmm. I didn't want people to think that I wasn't going to be as dedicated to my job if I had a child and went out on leave. And so that was the scariest conversation that I had was saying, I'm going out on leave, and then preparing to go out on leave and writing lists and having um, check marks. of things that I needed to get done and making sure that somebody would do it for me. And then I actually had my son three weeks early. Oh, my. And I just remember being at the hospital and being like, I'm not ready. I got to go back to work. I haven't transitioned. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go back to work. And um, and then transitioning into enjoying being at home mm-hmm. and not wanting to go back to my email and check and make sure that people were doing everything that they were supposed to while I was gone. So, you know, that's the balance. That's yes. hard to do. You know, you mm-hmm. want to be a great mom. You're with your infant. I just remember my daughter had, hi, Shelly. My daughter had colic. And I'm like, hurry up. I can't wait for my uh, maternity leave. I got to get back to normalcy. Yes. And, and But then as time goes on and they grow and you get used to it, especially the first child, um, it, was a, it was a tear for me to think about going back to work. Yes. Have you had, have you, you know, both of you, have you heard from women that um, struggle with maternity leave? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely. I mean, Liz and I were just talking about this with somebody at MOPS where she's on maternity leave and she's feeling pressured to come back early. And mm-hmm. um, I think... Women, we we feel this pressure. We want to be doing a a really good job, and we want to um, not appear as if we're not doing our work. And so we feel guilty or pressured into keeping people at work happy, too. Do you think it's her own pressure to get back to work, or is it the corporate pressure? I think think it's both, Mm -hmm. actually. I think it's this pressure that you won't be perceived as being a dedicated worker if you don't come back, if you... Don't do what you're asked to do or, you know, just even her boss is reaching out to her 
to ask questions and to clarify, when are you coming back again? And I think she's feeling pressure like, oh, they need me. I need to go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. And, and, you know, women, I tell you, we are a balancing act. We are we were juggling balls in the air, all the different things, being a homemaker, being a good mom, being a good wife. I mean, where does that fall into all mm-hmm. this? As well as being the best we can. Now, ladies, you know, we got to work twice as hard in the workplace. I mean, I hate to be honest. This is the show where we tell it like it is. We get real. And you all know that we oftentimes have to work twice as hard for the same position. I'm not going to say any more than that. But um, let me ask both of you. I'm going to start out with you, Katie. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the challenges that you have faced as a working mother in the workplace setting? And how did that look different before you had kids and after? Mm-hmm. Um. So before, I was completely dedicated, always available for work. I could work early. I could work late. I could travel whenever, weekends, no problem. Um, And so then I think I had this false perception that I would come back from maternity leave and it would be the same. And um, I I realized that I did not expect to love this little child as much as (laughs) I could. It kind of knocked me off my feet. (laughs) And I didn't want to do those things things anymore um, because I I felt like I needed to be there for my son and be there for my kids. And um, so I think I hesitated, though, to be honest about being a mother. Uh I didn't uh, offer that up. And I... What do you mean by that? You hesitate, didn't offer it up? I didn't want to appear that I wasn't as dedicated because I wasn't willing to... Okay, so you're saying at the corporate workplace, Mm -hmm. you're not telling people... I, didn't I was pregnant, for a long but time. now the kid disappeared. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or I wouldn't say, I wouldn't, you, know, you didn't want to be that girl that was like, well, I have to leave because I need to pick my child up at after school, after work at daycare, yeah. or I have to leave because my child is sick. And so trying to um, be casual about mm-hmm. it so that it wasn't this perception that the reason that I wasn't sitting at my desk was because I was going and taking care of my child or mm-hmm. covering because they were sick. It, I wanted to be as dedicated to my job as everybody else. It mm-hmm. just it had to look different for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about for you, Liz? Um, for me, when I was in the corporate world, um, when I came back, I kind of realized all the ambitions I had for my career kind of just took a different place. Um, and I didn't really want to put my emphasis and focus in it as much. And I definitely did get, you know, see a difference with um, how I was viewed within the office as to um, which clients or the dedication um, kind of frowned upon, frowned upon in a way when I did have to leave early. You know, being the woman and the mom, is I was kind of more responsible for taking care if they were sick or mm-hmm. having to leave early um, versus my husband. Now, you had mentioned something about clients. Do you think that they gave you clients that were a little lighter load because you were a mom? Um, yes, they did. But I was also with my request as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, going to a reduced schedule, I didn't want. I, I didn't want that. And, and I'm glad that you brought that up, too. A lot of companies today are offering, what what do they call it, flex schedules mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. shortened. Um, didn't you say as well, Katie, that you don't work on Fridays? Yeah, I work from home on Fridays, so okay. that's something that I've worked out yeah. where I can do it. Yeah, and that makes it it just is easier for balance. It's not that I'm not working on Fridays. Mm-hmm. It just makes it easier so that I do have one day if I want to step out yeah. 
and do something with school or like today or step out like today. <laughs> yes. You've got a little bit more flexibility. flexibility. Do you find mm-hmm. that in the corporate um, workplace that this is happening all over, that they're starting to be aware of women and mothers and working and balancing that flexibility with family? I'm starting to notice it more. I think it's something that particularly millennials are looking for mm-hmm. and expecting. And so I'm seeing companies have to uh, think differently and outside of the box to retain talent, particularly women. I love that word talent. That's mm-hmm. changed over over the decades. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to retain their talent. You know, I know some corporations have daycares as well in mm-hmm. their building. I mean, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that would be the best of all worlds. If you're listening for the first time or you're just tuning in, this is Sugbury, him for her radio, women's hot topics. And today I have Liz Kennedy and we have Katie Windorf with us. And we're talking part one about the tightrope balance of work. And if you own a corporation out there, would you dig deep in your pockets and donate so that this show can keep going as well as we can bring the gospel to the darkest places of the world? And then if you do own a corporation, you know, think about daycare. I just think that would be awesome. I mean, imagine the talent, uh, as you say, that you could bring in as if they offer child care. I mean, mm-hmm. that would just be a huge deal, wouldn't it? Yes. And then if your, your child is there, you can go down and visit them over the line. I'm getting excited. Just think, I think I'm going to go back to work. <laughs> But I don't think anybody will hire me anymore. <laughs> um, Liz, let me ask you a couple questions if I could. Um, why did you feel called to work and what are some of the joys of working for you? Deep down, I still had a strong passion of wanting to use the skill set and the, um, the strengths that God has given me. And what I love is that he revealed a way that I could pair my passion of wellness and helping other people find wellness along with, you know, with my strengths and be Mm -hmm. able to form a career out of that and work alongside at home while I'm raising my kids. Um, And also just to help bridge the gap financially and time-wise that we have as a family. You know, we have big dreams of what we want to do as Mm -hmm. a family for traveling or even, you know, just our activities and big dreams of what we want to give um, you know, when the God call when God calls us to give and also just places to go where yeah. God wants us to go. I and I love that about both of you. You know, you both remind me of the Proverbs thirty one woman. If you guys have never, you know, gone to that page, I it's a, like the last page of the book of Proverbs. And what it is is a synopsis of the perfect woman, which none of us can be. Hello, myself, <laughs> you know, included. But in this, you know, as I was praying and reading on this, I was thinking about you guys. Um, just how important it is to you that you prioritize your family. And you can see that. I know that you guys are working, and I know that you're balancing it. It's a struggle. It's a challenge for all of us. Um, but I love the fact that you prioritize your family and you raise your kids in the Lord. And not only that, you're generous. Because both of you have co-directed last year Mothers of Preschoolers together, and you had invited me in as well to speak. It's tons of fun to talk about prison ministry, talk about what God is doing in um, not only our own backyard, but around the world. Um, And so I just love that. You guys aren't just focused on work and not just focused on family, but as a Proverbs 31 woman, is that you are well-respected and people love you guys. And so a shout out to all you Mops Moms. I love you guys. Big wave. And (laughs) And, uh, you know, we're going to continue to go on this. And I know that a lot of you uh, struggle with this as well. Um, Katie, is there a scripture verse or something that has helped maintain 
your levelness in your head. I mean, it just kept you going. You know, is there something that that speaks to your heart from Scripture? Yeah. Um, so I was, I know I was created to work, and I find a deep sense of purpose and satisfaction from working. And one verse that really hit me is Ephesians two ten, which is for we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. And um, to me, that just speaks to, I I don't need to feel guilty about the fact that I was created the way that I was and that I have a purpose in being at my job and mm-hmm. doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And even as I've submitted my career more to God, I see that my work is um, being an example and showing that I can be a female employee, a leader that is able to set boundaries and say I'm going to step away and prioritize my family for a moment and then mm-hmm. come back. And um, and so I feel really inspired by that that verse and what I've learned from Would it. Would you repeat where it is in the Bible again? Yep, it's Ephesians 2.10. Ephesians, ladies, write it down. Ephesians 2.10. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a Bible, get a Bible. I tell you, doesn't God's Word lift you up and encourage you during the difficult times? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know about you guys, but as a mom, I have written in the, the margins of my Bible what I prayed for. You know, I prayed for this when my teenagers did this. And oh, by the way, kids, you can pick it up when I die and see all the things that I prayed for you. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's just amazing how when when you can get on your knees for your kids and your job mm-hmm. and your future and your career. And that verse really speaks to me as well as God already has preordained um, your purpose. He's wired you in such a way um, uh, that he's got a plan and a purpose for your life. I mean, you know, Jeremiah speaks that as well. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Liz, is there something in scripture that speaks to you and gives you peace as well in making your decisions? Um, yes. For me, uh, my career really challenges me to go out of my comfort zone and do hard things. So for me, um, I am always saying I can do all things through Christ who strengthens mm-hmm. me. Um and also along with that, realizing that I need to show up, do my best, but also rely on God to do his part. Yes. That doesn't mm-hmm. always just fall on my performance and what mm-hmm. I can do, but it also, you know, God is playing a part in this as well. And he has his purpose. He does. He does. And in part two, when we start to speak about balancing the tightrope, um, you know, that tightrope balance of family, we're going to talk about hubbies out there. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about, you know, other moms who are judging us. Um, you know, whether or not we work or don't work and, and, and what that unity can look like. Uh, we're going to be moving in this together. Um, but I want to come back to the scripture that both of you spoke to, because God really is at the center of our lives. He is at the center of our purpose. He's at the center of our children, which are gifts. Whether or not you might not feel like that today, our kids are gifts to us, given to us by God. And he trusted us with those kids. So what words of advice would you share with our listeners on bringing unity to working moms and stay-at-home moms? You know, I would say just realize that no matter what they do, whether they work at home, stay at home, or um, working at corporate office, that every mother is dealing with an internal struggle, mm-hmm. whether it is with um, pressure that they're putting on themselves, pressure that they are feeling from their jobs, um, just pressures even of just being a mother and, you know, I I know when I just stayed, you know, when I was just staying at home and not starting my business yet, I still felt tons of pressure from myself Mm -hmm. of what 
my parenting needs to look like, what my house needs to look like, what Mm -hmm. I need to look like as a wife. The perfect mom. Yes. So um, just realizing that every single one of us as mothers and as career women have struggles that we just don't know about. Mm -hmm. And I, I would say to seek out community and not let that that perfect mom is a real thing. It's a real pressure that we all feel. And so seeking out community and being being authentic about where you're at as a mom, uh, I think helps forge those bridges between both working moms and stay-at-home moms. Amen. You know, you, you both did such a great job. Would you guys come back again? I can't wait to do part two. You know, we're going to get at it. We're going <laughs> to yes, dig deep. Yes. We're going to get we're below excited. the surface mm-hmm. here. Um, but if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and today you would like to ask him, would you do that? It just takes a yes. Romans ten nine says, if you confess with your lips, Jesus is Lord. Say that with me. Jesus is Lord. And believe in your heart. God raised him from the dead for you. Three words. You are saved. My name is Shugbury, host of Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. Until next time, over and out, I love you.